Welcome to the Ruby Hour, a podcast produced by our company, Ruby Riot Creatives. We specialize in video production and content marketing, and we're based in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm Shelby Ring. And I'm Madeline Rager. This podcast is devoted to interviewing extraordinary people doing extraordinary things and nuggets of wisdom that they've learned along their journey. Also, just want to give you a heads up, uh, we have potty mouths and we're talking about inappropriate things. Intro, does my hair look okay? <laughs> Tell us when we look we're weird. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us today um, for another session of the Ruby Hour where we interview extraordinary people about their extraordinary journey that got them to where they are today. I have the amazing Erica Pepper with me. Erica, thank you so much for showing up this morning. And uh, so a little bit about the amazing person that you have before you or in earshot. So Erica <laughs> is the owner of Pepper Events based here in Charleston, South Carolina, that specializes in wedding coordination. When Erica isn't at one of her Charleston amazing venues putting on a wedding or an amazing event, uh, you might find her watching Bravo with her cat Sullivan or trying a new <laughs> restaurant downtown with her husband. Um, Erica's work was recently published in Martha Stewart Weddings when she partnered with a wedding designer based out of New York at a William Aiken House wedding. So thank you so much for coming this morning. So you started your business here in Charleston in 2015 and you've been in Charleston for the last 10 years. Now are you from Charleston originally? I am from Iowa. Okay. So I moved to Charleston actually after college. I wanted to kind of live at the beach for a little bit and see where that got me and obviously I did not move back. (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So um, did you have any family here in Charleston? No, all of my family still lives in Iowa. So I still go back and visit everybody and see all my friends and all of that good stuff. But um, definitely have kind of built a life here in Charleston now. Yes. Oh my gosh. Did you meet your husband here in Charleston? I did. Uh, The first job that I got when I moved here was at a golf course in town. So I actually met him there. So now he says I can't get mad at him when he goes golfing because I knew from the very first day that we met that he was a golfer. It was full disclaimer. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I'm going. And I'm like, okay, I get it. So I love it. I love it. That is so awesome. So um, your business, do you primarily work with what? Weddings, what's your, um, what is filling most of your books? Pretty much 100% weddings. Awesome. Yep. That's an easy so, answer. So, yeah, we've done a few, um, like bar mitzvahs here and there and just kind of event related things, but mostly always weddings. So, awesome. So, how did you get in the wedding planning world? Was that something you went to school for? So, I actually went to college to be an English teacher. So, graduated with that, did student teaching. Um, in a high school um, in Iowa. And so when I moved here, um, I was just kind of looking for some fill-in work. And I got a job um, at the golf course that I mentioned earlier, and they had an events position open. So it was actually um, membership events and planning um, just kind of social events, which I was actually really nervous to do. um, Because I was like, I don't know how to plan an event. Like, how am I going to do this? But 90% of the job was just like member relations and kind of bookkeeping and stuff, which I knew I'd be good at that part. So it kind of transitioned from events to um, a lot of weddings at the golf course to my job was all the weddings at the golf course. Um, I did that for five years and then I was kind of like, okay, I've done the same wedding like every um, weekend, you know, for the past five years. So I was kind of ready to branch out, but um, it was kind of, it was just a weird path that got me here, but I love it. 
That is so awesome. And I love that you had mentioned that there's kind of some parallels between like teaching students and then like like we call ourselves like cat herders at yes. weddings when we're filming. <laughs> so I love that connection of, you know, what what do weddings and classrooms have in common? Yeah, so it's actually kind of funny because <laughs> I'm like, you know, when people ask like the same question that you just asked, like are you trained in doing event planning and all of that stuff? Um, I feel like the training that I did get that was kind of managing classrooms and, you know, scheduling, um, lesson planning, all of that is literally the exact same thing as wedding planning. Um, and it's, you know, you're, you're planning day by day, you're planning minute by minute and, you know, getting a group of people to all do the same thing, um, is, is exactly what a wedding is, wedding coordination. Um, so, you know, when we have these groups, some, we've had up to like 14, um, attendance on either side. Oh. So, I mean, that's like a 30-person bridal party. Oh, my god! And, you know, trying to get all of those people to line up and listen and, um, you know, walk the same path and all of that is exactly like a classroom. So, yeah. it's kind of funny how the two parallel each other. You're like, my stomping grounds is the classroom, right? right? <laughs> if I can manage that, I can manage anything. If like, I can do middle schoolers who are dude. extremely awkward, I can pretty much do any bridal party yes. that could exist. Like any. Throw <laughs> any. any of them at you. Yeah. I love that. And so um, you've mentioned that you actually are quite introverted, despite being in a role where you're, you know, it's like, I mean, we, Madeline and I talk about this all the time, like the respect that we have for planners that are just keeping the ship together, right? And keeping the timeline rolling. And it's like, it affects, you know, however many people, if you have 40 people behind the scenes coordinating and you're being that point of contact. So how do you balance the fact that, you know, you do have more of an introverted nature with being in that role where you're, you know, smiling, you're engaging with people, like what works for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, it definitely takes a lot of balance. Like when you get home from a wedding um, at the end of the evening, you're not only exhausted from like walking all day, but you're just exhausted from being like on, you know, Um, smiling and talking and, and everything all day. But I feel like that's what makes me work better. I like thrive in it because you're like a little bit out of your comfort zone. So you're like, I know I have to be really good at this today. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's okay to go home at the end of the night and like sleep the entire next day or just kind of like watch TV and decompress. So it's definitely a good balance. Um, And a lot of my friends are probably like, I don't like it because you're, you know, you're tired the next day, but it's kind of, um, it's, it's good for me to, to be on all day at a wedding and then just definitely take the time either like watch TV or do yoga or do something that's kind of like a little less on um, the following day or on on days off and stuff like that. So Yeah. No, that's like crucial when you're like so in one side of being extroverted outgoing to then take that time to like regroup. And what are what are some of your favorite ways that you like to unwind you mentioned a particular somebody that um really helps you recharge um yeah so you know my husband is definitely not the type to sit and like watch a marathon of 12 hours of tv so um my cat is really good about doing that with me he has no judgment he doesn't care he prefers it so that goes back to the whole golfing thing my husband goes out and he golfs all day and we kind of uh you know stay in and chill and then we'll like go get dinner or we'll do something so it's kind of like a we 
we both we both win that day. Yes. Uh, get a little relaxing time, and then we actually can, like, go out that night. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sullivan wins. He gets extra petting. I know. He just gets all the cuddles that he could ever want and oh while I rest. <laughs> win, win, win. Win, win all around. I love it. Um, so, as far as, um, you know you're constantly working with brides. You're constantly working with new people. And I'm always fascinated by the wedding industry. You know, it's it's in a way a one-hit wonder where you have that client business and you build so much rapport with each couple and then they have their event. And unless they're having siblings or bridal party members, it's like, you know, you build relationship and then you start over with the next couple, start over with the next one. Right. So, what advice, like, through the years, what have been some of the things you've been told by couples of, like, this was one of the most helpful things that helped us that you said from planning our wedding day? Oh, man. Um, honestly, like, I feel like just being there for people, um, we hear a lot of times, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And that's, uh, that's a phrase that I, I use a lot too, you know, when you go into a realm like, yes, we know every, like, working in the wedding industry, you feel like, you, you forget that this is usually the first time people are doing this, or you forget that it's not like the back of their hand. And so just being really mindful about, um, you know, they don't even know where to get started, or they don't know what questions to ask, and just kind of, um, you know, very upfront being like, we're gonna, we're gonna spell it out for you. You don't have to worry about who do I need to book or where do people need to be? It's kind of just like once you hire a wedding planner or start to hire your vendors, um, just knowing that they're going to kind of take charge and guide you and you don't have to worry about um, not knowing what you don't know. We just, we just hear that from clients a lot. Yeah. They're like, I don't even know what to ask. Yeah. Help me just get started. Mm -hmm. And and usually once we kind of do X, Y, Z, things kind of start to fall into place from there. So, Yeah. No, that's like, that's one of the first things that I love to ask couples whenever they talk with us with wedding videography is I'm like, who is helping you like manage all of the things for your day? Because it's like, it always, if, if a couple doesn't have a day of coordinator or somebody that's been walking them through the process, it falls on the mom or it falls yeah. on one of their like, you know, family members or the sister and it's almost like give your family permission to enjoy the day and have peace of mind and like leave it to the experts regardless of oh my mom's really good of like hustle and bustle and like you know she's got it but it's like gift your mom the right. day to right. enjoy agree a hundred percent it's always so sad at the end of the night when you see i, I mean i I try not to see these people sure. because I try to, you know, tell them to enjoy themselves. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you feel like maybe they took on too much or they tried to do too many projects or they were just kind of like, I'm so type A that I have to be the one to carry this out. Yeah. I think that's really important when you are um, choosing any vendor in wedding planning is that you're like, I'm going to trust this person to do this for me um, and just, you know, as as type A or as detail oriented as the bride or the family members or anything like that are, just knowing, hey, I've got someone that's gonna carry this out for me and I can be a guest and I can enjoy myself and I don't have to worry about those things um, is definitely the hope that that we put out there that, you know, we'll take care of that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just helping streamline everything and be able to just like 
be like go get you a cocktail yeah exactly yep let me go get you a cocktail you hang out with your with your friends and just hang out and enjoy it and don't worry about um are the candles being lit is the dj ready and queued up like i just i really never want anyone to feel that way yeah no that's that's such a game changer and i've like you know we're going through footage of like 40 hours in post-production after weddings and it's such a, a night and day difference of when you see the like demeanor of the people involved or the parents where if you're thinking if the mom is thinking in the back of her mind like okay is that person doing everything right versus like being at ease being there for your daughter your son and yeah it's right i love it we we're like wedding planners are just total (laughs) heroes well and i mean i totally get it it's a huge investment and you've spent you know sometimes upwards of a year you know planning and getting everything in place and you want it to go perfectly but that's exactly exactly why I feel like you have to trust everyone that you hired um and if you don't feel that way I think it's you know better to get out of it before your wedding day because you just you have got to know that everything's taken care of um but yes people definitely um And I mean, I was probably this way on my wedding day. I don't know. But just being super stressed out or just wanting everything to be so perfect, um, which, you know, is obviously what all of the vendors are there to do. Yeah. So So have you ever ran into because you you've I love this terminology. You said, you know, if you're looking for that trust with the vendors that you're hiring and you're looking for that good feeling, that connection with them, have you seen anything play out where a couple chose a vendor, whether it was a good deal, it was a last minute, whatever, and it didn't pan out so well, they didn't pay attention to that intuition? Have you ever seen anything like that play out? Yeah. um, We actually had a client um, who, um, you know, I I always tell people, you know, if you can't meet them in person, which sometimes destination weddings or just scheduling and all of that, it just doesn't work out to meet all of your vendors in person, which is totally fine. There's some that are more important than others. Um, I feel like photographers and videographers are really important to meet prior to the wedding day just because you're so, or at least have a phone call. Yeah. Um, because you're going to be so close with them. Obviously planners. All day. But beyond, yeah. beyond the yeah. planner. Um, and so we had a client who um, booked a vendor and they ended up having like like a few meetings with them prior and and at the end of the day she like called me and, and she was so sweet and she was just like I don't feel like we're clicking in the way that I I just can't be super comfortable my fiance is kind of uncomfortable um I don't know if I want to feel like that on my wedding day I love this person's work I have no problems with any of that and I was like you know what it's gonna hurt their feelings less by getting out of it now than like after your wedding day being like wow, we just didn't click. The whole day was awkward. And I was like, and for every vendor that you hire is such an investment to the couple that I would rather them be extremely comfortable and honestly just cut ties prior to the wedding and we'll find somebody that is a good fit rather than just because you're a nice person. It doesn't make you not a nice person to cut ties with someone that you don't click with. Not everyone in the world clicks with everyone. Um, And there's no problem in that. You know, the problem would be putting yourself, spending all this money, and then regretting it at the end of the day. Um, So, you know, and she was so happy with that decision. And yeah, it was an awkward conversation. Like, hey, you know, I know we hired you. Is there any way we can cut ties? Like, um, you know, I just, we kind of want to go in a different direction for our wedding day. And obviously the vendor understood. I mean, if you didn't understand that, would you even be doing your couple's service, you know? Um, So that's that's definitely... um, some 
a learning experience, you know, and and some good advice that I would have along the way is just you got to feel really comfortable with everyone who's going to be all up in your business on the biggest day of your life. (laughs) If you don't want your videographer or photographer to see you literally changing your clothes, then they're not the right fit for you. Yes. (laughs) No, that's a really valid, I mean, we, we try to stress that of like, from the video perspective, it's like literally us and your photographer are going to be with you even more than your, your future spouse. Right. And it's like from the getting ready all the way through, you know, if they book us through the send off. And so it's like to be, um, you know, our, our biggest job is to be able to like tell people like, we've got your back. Like we've got, like, if your hair's out of the way, like we're going to walk over there and just make sure you are so supported in having a good experience that day. And that, you know, like you're comfortable enough. If someone walks up and you're like, oh wait here, like, let me help you with that. Okay. No, that looks perfect. Right. You're killing it. You know? Right. It's like having that, like your squad, like, cause that's, (laughs) is your wedding day not like your squad ultimate meetup, all of your favorite people. And you don't have to be best friends with all of what, you know, with everyone. But I think there's a difference in loving someone's final product versus just meshing well with that person and just having knowing that all these people are going to be right next to you all day on your wedding day and and also obviously still loving the final product but you need to consider both when you're hiring people not just I love their work but I'm gonna have to suffer through 12 hours of wedding day that's just not fun for anybody (laughs) no oh my god one thing that you've mentioned is one of the biggest challenges that you've ran into in your life is moving 900 miles away from your family in Iowa and coming to Charleston, coming to South Carolina where it was, you were starting from ground zero. Tell me about that journey. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's all, I don't, I don't necessarily think everyone has to do that exact thing, but I think like as you kind of grow up and mature, it's kind of nice to challenge yourself or even scare yourself a little and do something that you're like, wow, should I take this risk or not? Um, You know, I'm obviously not like a crazy daredevil, but I think that doing something like that definitely um, helped me grow and mature as a person and um, probably grow up a little bit because when you're that far away from your parents or that far away from like your best friend that you've always had your whole life you especially you know we kind of talked about being like a little shy or a little introverted and it's very easy to rely on these people that you've known your whole life and just um do that exact same thing forever which is fine a lot of people do that um but you know I don't I certainly don't look back and regret making new relationships and Mm -hmm. living in a new city and um meeting new people and having a new career path. I think that if you're ever kind of at a crossroads where you're like, should I just kind of take this easy journey and fall into place and just kind of do what's expected of me um, versus should I try something new, possibly branch out, possibly fail, um, you should probably pick that journey because you never know. You could not fail and you could, you know, meet a lot of great people and do a lot of new things along the way. So um, it was definitely a learning experience for sure. (laughs) <laughs> what were what were some ways that helped? Because this is one of those things that I feel like I'm continuously um, thinking about how can I make more friends and especially being, you know, like I'm my 29th birthday is next month. Okay. And so it's like for someone that's late 20s and also like through 30s, how do you make friends? <laughs> Great question. Somebody give me a It is book. so hard and awkward as an adult. Oh. Like... 
I don't know what to do. <laughs> I just hire all my good friends. I, I know. I'm know. like, it's you're like, cool. Come work for me. <laughs> Let's be friends. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we have to hang out. And, you know, I'm going to pay you, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, okay, so when it you is. moved here, and because obviously that was 10 years ago, and you were, like, getting your roots down, were there, like, how did you meet people? What were, like, when you look back, um, you know, were you a part of a gym or, like, any groups? Like, what worked for you? Yeah. Um, I actually worked a couple of different jobs and that's kind of how I met friends slash um you know clung to people yeah. and did yeah. what they were doing um yeah. but a lot of times you know um if you move to a new city and you um meet someone chances are they're maybe not new so they you know kind of know they already know some friends or they already know great places to go um and you can kind of network with people that way um or if they are new to the city it's great because you can meet a friend and you can experience those new things together yeah um so i kind of mixed a little bit of both um i i had two different food and beverage jobs that introduced me to two totally separate groups of people and so i kind of started you know there was like um just going downtown or going like to Mount Pleasant, just like kind of seeing all these different places of the city with different groups of people. Um, and then I think you kind of fall into place and you click with who, you know, obviously out of every group, you're going to get along with like one or two people better. And then you kind of start that new friendship. Um, but it is, there is something to be said too. If you, if you meet a friend and you're, they're like, I just moved here last month and you're like, well, let's go to party at the point. Like we used to do that all the time. I never go now, but, um, I just, it was just so fun and cool and in a new city. And, um, so, bubble jumping you know just kind of not really ruling anyone out and doing everything kind of once and then you're like okay that wasn't for me or I love this I'm gonna do it every Friday yeah um and and just kind of making friends that way but yeah especially as I get older it is harder and it is more awkward to make friends and I don't know I think every girl in like their 30s late 20s early 30s were kind of like how I mean, I start a podcast to meet friends. Here we are, besties. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so great. No, it's like, it is an ongoing thing. But, like, would you say that your journey of, okay, like, moving to a new place wasn't easy. You had to start from zero. And did that help you now with the role that you take of you are constantly working with new people and people that you're meeting for the first time. And, like, I feel like planners have a special gift of, like, well, excellent planners have a special gift of (laughs) making people immediately feel at ease and feel like, you know, you're, like, a part of their, their, like, pack, right? Right. So do you feel like that is something that's tied into present day for you? Definitely. Um, You know, a lot of the vendors that we work with, I do consider friends. Um, And not in a way that I'm like, oh, hire this person, they're my friend. It's hire this person because I trust them. They do excellent work whether I hang out with them outside of weddings or not really doesn't matter and it's not going to affect. If anything, it'll make it'll make that vendor do more for the client because they don't want to disappoint um, yep. the friend, the, the friendship yep. that they have had, you know? And so I think that that's um, really important when it comes to vendor recommendations too. You know, sometimes clients are like, well, I found this guy for cheaper and I just want to do this instead. And that's, that's fine. Um, but that's also a decision that you're making knowing like, hey, I know this DJ, I know he's going to come, I know he's going to show up, I know he's going to do amazing, um, because we're we're friends, and he would never disappoint me, or he would never, you know, whatever. So, um, it has. It's a really fun job, because I think you do get to work with different people all the time, um, 
my biggest kind of um, way that I like to work is, you know, I don't like to walk in and be like, I'm the boss. Everybody shut up and listen to me. Um, I like to go in. We're all one big team. And first of all, no one needs to speak negatively to one another. Everyone just, we should all be getting along and productive and we all have the same outcome at the end of the day, right, Mm -hmm. is making the client happy. So I don't, I feel like the most productive way to do that is to just get along and be friendly and just know that the day is going to be so much smoother knowing that we all have the same end goal in mind. Um, So, so yeah, whether that's working with friends that are new vendors or making new friends from vendors, um, I think that that's super important and just makes the job a lot of fun. That's awesome. I know. I think that whenever, like when you said, when you're working with friends and when you have a vendor that you have a relationship with, it's even additional motivation for them to like perform well or, you know, even give an, an extra above and beyond just to like, you know, like, hey, you know, we are represented with this relationship that, you know, why we're at this event today. Right. And I love that. And that's like our favorite thing. I like blow it up on social media all the time when we're working with a dream team. Where I'm like, this is our favorite photographer. Yeah. <laughs> this is our planner. Like, oh, like, yeah. like, you know, we, it's just, it's, and it's more fun. Yeah. It's more fun when you know, like, oh man, like your wedding's on lock. Like, yes. because you know you have professionals when there's the right DJ it's like we're confident we're not gonna have like first dances or speeches kick off when we're back there stuffing our face with chicken or something right, you right. Know? so it's like to be able to have somebody that does you know it's it's not amateur hour and it's yeah. not like oh yeah my like co-workers dog groomer like takes pictures <laughs> of like plants yes. so they're gonna be responsible for like spearheading like our wedding photos right? right so no that's like so crucial of like having that crew yeah um, and it's never like I would never expect you know any of these vendor friends to do more than they were contracted for or to put in extra time and money on their part but it's just knowing and it's just the confidence of waking up that day and being like the flowers are going to be perfect and mm-hmm. if they have any questions they're gonna call me the night before and say oh my gosh I got the a weird shade of pink will the client like it will they not yeah um you know and just knowing with confidence that the day is going to run as smooth as it possibly can without these unnecessary curveballs of I've never worked with that guy before is he going to be an awkward DJ or you know an awkward MC yeah. um let's hope for the best you know um and but I never want my clients to feel like they have to book the people that I'm telling them sure. to book I want them to always feel like they're making the right choice for them um but you know I do want them to feel like I'm sending them in the right direction and um, that that anyone that I send their way, I feel like is going to do above and beyond a great job. So yeah, what is one of the most special um, weddings that you've ever had the opportunity to work? Like, is there any particular um, wedding that stands out to you? Is like that was one of the most unique, um, sweet events I was ever a part of. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, this is a really tough question because I don't want any of my couples to feel like any wedding was more special than their wedding. Yeah. Um, there are definitely certain clients that you just click with so great um, and that you would really do 
literally anything for. Yeah. Um, like, put yourself through the weirdest of situations um, just like to make what? sure. Like Do you have any... <laughs> give me a weird situation. Okay. I'm going to tell the weirdest story that we've ever had. Yes. And yes. I don't want anyone to feel like I'm putting them on blast or anything. Yeah. I'm... Is this a safe space? <laughs> so, we had a client, and she honestly, like, I love them to death, and um, they don't live in Charleston, so, you know, if they did, like, we would probably be in but um, they just, you know, they were just super sweet people, and I want all of my clients to have the day of their dreams, obviously, um, but we just clicked really well, um, and the day of their wedding ended up being just terrible. There was a terrible storm that rolled through, yeah. and, you know, it's one of those things where you, you're always like, Thursday was perfect, and then Friday rolled around, and it was just thunderstorm from hell, mm-hmm. and, like, I should have gotten married yesterday. You know, it's just, like, mm-hmm. one of those things where you're like, why is today got to be so crappy? Yeah. Um, wow. And so the day was crappy. Um, it was just, like, windy and rainy and just, like, so not fun. And long story short, um, the venue ended up losing power, and we couldn't have the wedding, like, at the venue of choice. Okay. So, obviously, that's stressful. You find out right before the wedding, like, you know, things aren't things aren't going to happen there, and what are we going to do? Are we going to cancel? There was a lot of weddings in town that day that did cancel. Yeah. Um, And it ended up being a day. um, So I have another lead planner that works with me. Her name is Jacqueline, um, and we a lot of times work weddings together, but we sometimes have separate weddings, so Mm -hmm. we're not together. We we happened to be together that day. Okay. Um, Kind of important to the story. Okay. So, um, so the wedding gets basically canceled at the original venue and we're like scrambling. Um, we're literally like calling everyone we know in town and we actually laughed the next, like we laughed later on. Um, like, can you imagine these people getting these voicemails? Like, hi, um, I know it's Friday at 5 PM, but like, is your venue open today? Because we need to use it for a wedding tonight. And so we were just like laughing Uh, about these people getting up in the morning and checking their voicemail and being like, what are those girls saying? Um, so anyway, long story short 150 people um we ended up switching to a new venue Mm -hmm. and the venue was like it just it just happened to be open um and but it's a blank space and so we needed bartenders alcohol food you know everything was their original venue like everything oh my gosh so we had you know nothing um and so i call my husband and i'm like come here now I need your help and so he's like taking a nap on the couch and he's like in swim trunks and he's like okay and so he's like got swim trunks and like a rain jacket on and I'm like take the cake it's three tiers put it in your car and drive it to this new venue and he was like okay um and then Jacqueline ends up going to um Costco and buying two thousand dollars worth of alcohol and putting it in her car and um her boyfriend came and I had a bunch of other friends that I was like leave work now I need you and they did and basically um we ended up getting everything catered and the band moved and the we ended up like bartending for the night and it was nuts um but guess what at the end of the day that bride and groom was like we had so much fun tonight like we almost forgot that like this wasn't originally like what it was supposed to be so that was crazy um I don't know. I, hashtag, I, like, have no words. Hashtag winning. <laughs> when you have a bomb wedding that just everything seems to be tanking, and yet <laughs> you find yourself in the bliss of, like, pulling it all off, and as the couple, they're like, this was freaking awesome. Well, and, and like, like oh, wait. back to your original question, like, 
you know, you have clients that you're like, I would literally do anything for you. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where I pulled those tricks out of, but like, here they are. It is true. If you have people that you bond and you're feeling that connection and then you're like, dude, I got you. I feel like yeah. there's even in, in like the visual world with photographers and videographers, people are like, oh, like you work weddings. Like there's almost like a, like it means it's something subpar, yeah. but I can't tell you how many like professional photographers where I'm like, how did you learn how to be so resilient? And they're right. like, because I worked weddings. Right. And it's like, it's another animal. And it's one yeah. thing that if you're coordinating some event where it's like super sterile, like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm used to like an indoor closed facility. There's no variables at all. It's like clockwork. But it's yeah. another thing when it's like, even as a planner, you're working with different venue spaces, indoor, outdoor, weather is always a factor, always a variable and you have to learn how to pivot and pivot quickly with a smile on your face, <laughs> yeah. right? And, well, you know, it's like that's that's the name of the game. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, corporate events, while they're, like, super huge and they're usually really expensive and whatever, it's like if something happened, you could reschedule that probably, and I'm sure, you know, yeah. all of those people would come again. Um, a wedding day is, like, not really reschedulable. Like, you can, obviously. Yeah. You can postpone everything and redo it. But it's like, these people have this, like, anniversary date, probably, like, monogrammed on everything. And, oh, like, my gosh. They've I been looking forward that. to this day uh, and, like, all this stuff, you know? And it, yeah, you take it in stride, but it's like you're dealing with people's emotions and you're dealing with their yeah. money and you're dealing yeah. with them throwing literally, like, the biggest event they'll ever throw in their life that has so much pers personal meaning to it that... You, f you can't help but feel obligated to make it just as perfect as it can be for them, you know, as it can be. There's always yeah. going to be um, hits and misses throughout the day, but, you know, you just... Well, and yeah. on top of all of that, it's an important day. It's an important, you know, it's like they're close family and there's webs and layers of family dynamics, family. politics, <laughs> like mother-in-law, father-in-law, you know, it's like it is not for the faint of heart, right? Yes, there's a lot going on. <laughs> what advice, um, you know, just from, you know, your, you help people create the structure from, you know, ground zero in some cases of like, what are your values? What are your priorities? What advice do you have to couples when they are trying to maneuver the delicate terrain of whether it's budget with family, um, like those sticky yeah. conversations, what, what works? You know, I always have to remind people that everyone who's involved in their wedding planning process is involved because they love them, right? Mm -hmm. So whether it's your mom and she's interjecting every two seconds on an opinion that she has, or whether it's like your dad who doesn't, you know, feel like he should pay for a band and he doesn't want to spend that much money, you know, it's like all of these people are even considered in your wedding planning process at all because they love you and you love them mm -hmm. and you know I think at the end of the day you got to step back and just be like okay what matters and what doesn't what's important and what doesn't and I uh, speaking of budget I'm always probably like more budget conscious like I'm yeah. always like speaking to the client and I'm like you really don't need to spend money on that or you really don't need and so I think sticking to the budget is super important because it's just re a respect thing um, mm -hmm. whether whether your parents are paying for it or whether the client's paying for it themselves. It's just like, at the end of the day, you don't want to look back and regret spending money on, like, a splurge purchase or an impulse buy, um, you know, whether it's respecting your parents or respecting your own personal bank account. Just 
staying in line with the budget that you felt comfortable with in the beginning. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's managing, managing all of those things and just remembering, yes. And just remembering at the end of the day that these people are voicing their opinion because they want it to be perfect for you. Um, or they're, you know, nay saying something because they want it to be perfect for you. So it's, it's hard. And I know like some people can be really annoying and, you know, get on your nerves, but at the end of the day, they're, they're part of your family and they're, we're talking about them because they're in your, they're in your family and they want to be there for you on your wedding. Okay. So from a, seeing the full start to finish with a wedding day and staying engaged with clients, what do you feel like are the things that stand out the most to a client after the fact? Because it's like, if you haven't planned a wedding and it is your first wedding day, or, you know, it's like, it's this new union in your life. Um, when you're looking at like all these vendors and you're like, I don't know, like, should I do like stations or buffet (laughs) or like, you know, plated, do I need to have 10 courses? So it's like, what do you see in the aftermath of like, what, what stands out oftentimes to clients after the fact? Yeah, that's a great question actually. Um, and it is another way to prevent that buyer's remorse that we kind of talked about, you know, like I splurged on all these things and I didn't even notice it at my wedding. Um, but my biggest thing is focusing on the guest experience and the bride and groom are definitely guests to be considered Mm, in that experience um so you know whether it's a band you're like i have to have a band i'm just really not going to have fun at my reception if i don't have a band well guess what like we're gonna a lot money for that then or um you know i do not want a buffet i want a formal plated dinner that's just how i like to eat my dinner and then so okay well we'll a lot money for that and it's just i want them to be able to look back and be like i got those things that i wanted and because of that maybe i had to cut back on my invitation suite or something but like if that wasn't even something that you mentioned in the initial consult, then like, why are we gonna put money in that? Yeah. Um, so that they can look back and be like, we danced for three hours straight because like my planner helped me get the band that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, whatever it is that they're like, I'm gonna walk into my reception and like notice if this isn't there, then I wanna make sure that it's there. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it is overwhelming. It like you said, there's so many decisions yeah. to be made, but it's just like relying heavily on how can we make what I really want to happen and if I don't care about something, let's just nix it or mm-hmm. let's just way scale back. Yeah. Um and focus on what it is that you are going to notice. So the, it, the experience as a whole, whether that's food, beverage, music, um, the venue, a lot of times people are like, I got the venue that I want and I really don't care about anything else. I, they're like, I just always imagined myself getting married here. Okay, well, great. Like it probably cost you a lot of money. A lot of venues in Charleston do. So let's scale back in some other areas and like really play up how gorgeous the place is that you're getting married or whatever it is. So that's what I find. They look back and they're like, we had so much fun last night. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, we had an intimate candlelight dinner with 30 of our family members. And like, that's all we could have ever wanted. So I always want people to look back and, and remember like, how the night made them feel no one's really gonna look back and be like i mean the whatever the decor was just like on point i mean i hope it is but it's like the the experience and the feelings that you get the next day are definitely by far what i hear people comment on the most yeah and yeah it's like i love that 
you know, oh, we danced for three hours because we wanted to dance and listen to a band or we wanted whatever part of the experience. It's almost tapping into, you know, screw the Pinterest board and be like, what do I want to be doing? I got yeah. like five hours with like all my favorite humans. Yep. How do I want to, how do I, I want to set that? myself? Yeah. Like, and if it's dancing or if it's like entertaining or if it's like, I want a cool cigar lounge thing exactly. and all the boys can be doing their thing or like whatever that looks like to get clear on that end result and then work your way backwards yeah. in terms of budget. I mean, and a lot of times, like, you know, when you're talking about plate of dinner versus stations or whatever, it's like, well, do you want more time to mix and mingle cocktail style, like, with your friends? Is mm -hmm. that how you imagine yourself? Well, then we're going to go stations and we're going to do kind of a, you know, you can stand up, you can sit down, you can hang out outside, you can do whatever sort of thing. Um, and, and so really it is like, what's your priority and how do we build from there? Um, so yeah. <laughs> love it. I love it. Um, let's see. Closing thoughts. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So you said something that I want you to go into. Tell me about your advice on after parties. <laughs> okay. So pretty much like all of my couples will say that I've said this to them because it is something that I feel really strongly about. Um, so on our wedding night, um, as to be expected, we were really tired. We had had a long week um, with everybody and we were just tired and we were like, let's go to bed, we're tired. Um, and guess what? All of our friends went out that night and had like the most fun and we saw all their pictures and we heard all their stories the next day at brunch and I was like, why did we go to bed? Aww. Like, it was like the biggest regret of my life. So I always tell, um, I always tell my couples this, you know, no matter what your friends are doing, where they're going, even if you're all going back to the same hotel, lobby and just chilling like there is never another time in your life that yeah. all of your friends and family are going to be in the same place same city same country um and so really soaking up every single moment that everyone's together and just spending it together mm -hmm. um you can go back and like drink water at the hotel like it doesn't really matter but yeah. um just do you know spend as much time with those people as possible um because it's it's really is once in a lifetime I love that. And I, when you when I read that, I was like, that's brilliant. Because I feel like I would be like, mm, I'm going to do self-care. Yeah. I want to change. That. I want to get comfy. That's fine. Go yeah. do that. But then, like, go back out. Yeah. And, like, be tired the next day. Be yeah. tired when everyone goes home. And, um, and really just spend every moment that you can with those people because they're yeah. never going to be in the same room again. I love so. that. I love that. <laughs> Tying off the night well as a group with all the people that are important to you. And I, I feel like my two cents of an experience that I I was married before. It was I was very young and I was doing the things I thought I needed to do. And my biggest regret, and it's funny that I'm in a visual field now, is when I was planning my wedding, it was kind of like a shotgun wedding, but like, <laughs> um, but we were like, oh my gosh, photographers are like expensive. And we were like, let's just hire like our friends that like yeah. to take pictures of rocks and stuff and like call it a day. What could be and, different? Rocks versus people. You know, like they didn't say, that's the same, whatever. <laughs> so we like threw some cash at a friend of ours and it hijacked our wedding day because he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. He brought another friend of his and we spent so much time. I remember like, you know, in that former relationship, my partner was really frustrated. He wanted to go eat. We were all hangry and we're like waiting. And also I just love that like I stumbled across like every now and then some of these like elusive, terrible <laughs> photos like rear their head. And I found totally in the bridal chamber where I was getting ready 
we staged like I was in it was a Texas wedding and I had a pearl handled pistol on my garter because our theme was kind of like fuck y'all we're from Texas <laughs> that was literally like I walked down the aisle not kidding to the song hustling the hustling hustling every day I'm hustling Hot. my dad walked me down the aisle <laughs> to Rick Ross literally i think that's his name proud and 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 we and then we like made it all it was like we switched it was classical but we staged me and my bridesmaids to look like i gunned them down i had the pearl handled pistol and Mm -hmm. i had my bridesmaid girlfriends all like laid down on the floor that's what you get when you don't hire a wedding no photographer or videographer. Nobody, the blink, and they were like, he was just kind of like, he was all like, right, excellent cool. idea. And I think that was like, as great. That was the headspace I was in. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just gun everybody yes. down and call it a day. What a joyous experience. So it's like, you know, to have people <laughs> in closing of having people that have your back that God. understand <laughs> what really it matters in a wedding day. They're like. I don't want to go through my gun down bridesmaid photos. <laughs> oh like it God. doesn't. I don't want that on my I'm wall. Cringing for you. Oh my gosh. And yeah. So it's like <laughs> surrounding yourself with great people. Surrounding yourself with people that are going to have your best interests. Oh, have your best interests in mind and tell you like. I know you're tired, babe. Like, <laughs> chug some water, put on some fuzzy slippers, and get back out get there. Get back out there. These are your people. They're yep. in town for a limited amount of time. Soak it in. Absorb it. It's it's a unique moment in time and space. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show. Erica, Thank you for having me. how can people get in touch with you? Um, well, uh, email's the best way. Okay. Uh, I hate talking on the phone. I'm just going to say it. I will answer... <laughs> I will set up phone call appointments, but, like, I hate talking on the phone. My husband's like, if I ever get in a wreck, I'm going to text you because oh he's like, you answer so much quicker. So, anyway, please email me. Uh, it's Erica at PepperEvents.com. That is Pepper with one P. Okay. And is the Erica with a K or a C? C. E-R-I-C-A at PepperEvents. P-E-P-E-R. Okay. Events. Dot com. Okay. P-E-P-E-R-E-V-E-N-T-S dot com. Yes. I was really good at spelling in school. That was so good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much. Um, and any last parting words? I know, I don't know where I was uh, going with that. All right, whatever. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for watching, for listening. Please be sure to like, subscribe. Go follow Erica's stuff. If you haven't seen these events she's putting on, they are, like, insane. <laughs> thank you so much, and we will chat with you next time. Yay! Boom! Thank you! Kill me. <laughs>